I'm Amy. And it's time to fuck her up. Woohoo! So, it's the playoffs. It is. And as such, we've reached a new... Oh, you can decide whether it's a high or a low for the playoffs. The officiating in the playoffs... Has been shit. Has been so bad this season that the NHL actually reprimanded the referees. So we talked about, on the last episode, the game where Boston and Toronto just killed each other. Went to shit. The referees for that game got remanded. Remanded? Reprimanded. Yes. And are no longer officiating in the playoffs. Yes. Which actually, it's pretty much equivalent to a suspension for players because they're losing a lot of money. Oh yeah. By not being able to to officiate, to the, officiate playoffs. the playoffs because refs make between 25 and 35 grand. I mean, that's not a lot compared to the players. No, but, but between like, 25 and 35 grand a game. That's more than I made. In the playoffs. Yeah, it's a lot of money for you and me compared to the players, not so much, but still. Look, compared to the players. That's a lot of money they're missing out on. Yeah. And it's a very, for once, public statement by the NHL. Saying, yeah, we're aware. Yeah. Um, I believe they also reached out and apologized to Las Vegas. They did. Um, we'll get to that later because that's actually going to be in this episode where we talk about that. And there was an incident in the Sharks-Avs game last night. I believe that they apologized to the Sharks for. Oh, I missed that. Which it was a a missed icing call, which I feel like is something that happens in hockey games a lot. Yeah, how much of a effect like, did yeah, it have like on the outcome of the game? Well, the like, Avs scored, but does that did that have an effect on the outcome of the game? Like, did they win by a goal? They won by two goals because they empty netted. Um. Okay. Um. Then that's close. I mean, that's not near as bad as some. No, shows. well, as Sharks Vegas. It's interesting that these are Shark series in which these these things are happening. Well, some of the other things were the Leafs and Bruins game that was just some fucking disaster. The Ovi goal that was not a goal that it was a goal. <laughs> it was goal according to one rule, except there's a rule that contradicts it. And it, and it was originally called intent to blow, and then they were like, no, actually, it's goaltender interference, because they were trying to cover their asses. It's a whole thing. Like, nobody knows what the rules are. The rules clearly need to be altered. Ugh. What's the message, Gary? I mean, is Gary in charge of that so much as, like, the, it's the board, board of directors, directors and, and the Players Association, really? Yeah, but... Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up bubbling to the surface in terms of like hockey as a sport mm-hmm. with rules and yeah. things. Speaking of which, um, Slava Voinov had his hearing today. He did. But I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't either. Let me Google real quick. Okay. Because I have definitely not seen it. I didn't remember that it was today and I have not seen anything about it. And one would think that if there was something about it, we would have seen it either way. No, there's no new news about this. I did see, I saw one tweet about him today that he was going back to his KHL team and somebody said, whoever tweeted it was like, good. And I thought he suspended for, well, I guess he lost his appeal then. He must have. 
because I mean, he's why suspended he... for 1920 anyway. Right. So that means he lost his appeal, which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Because he shouldn't even be... Playing hockey? He shouldn't be... I mean, he well, shouldn't be... human? Yeah, well, he should be in jail. Mm. Other What's the Message Gary items include... We talked about the Nikita Kucherov hit that was a boarding that he got suspended one game for in round one. And he was suspended for game three. After they were swept, he was asked if he learned anything from this. And I understand that, yeah, your team just got swept and you're probably in a bad mood or whatever. But let me put it this way. If somebody asked Tom Wilson, Mm -hmm. did you learn from that suspension? And And Tom Wilson said no. There would be pitchforks and torches. Tom would get a fine for that. Well, and every other fan base, including some of the Washington fan base, would have pitchforks and torches. Oh, we, you and I would have pitchforks and torches. Saying, um, Tommy, come here, please. We only want to talk. (laughs) At Tom, turn on your location. (laughs) We just want to talk. So, I, I realize that it's, I mean, and a lot of people were, like, writing it off, like, well, yeah, he was upset that he lost, blah, blah, blah. Have <laughs> the tiniest amount of decorum. Well, part of me likes the fact that he was fucking honest, but another part of me is like, hey, dum-dum. Like, now's not Stay the time for dumb honesty. Dumb. <laughs> yes. Amy just channeled Jamie Ben. <laughs> it's the trash pandas. Um, Amy's, got, Amy's got these hot pink raccoons, raccoons on her... Pants and they're they're got navy blue and white tails, tails. and faces. They're extremely that and she doesn't actually own anything green and she ordered stars jerseys and they haven't come in yet, so she's repping the stars with trash pandas. So the next thing we're gonna discuss Oy. is TJ Oshi. Now, first of all. To get off of the message of what's the message, Gary, Mm. not a single point in time should you be on the internet saying something to the effect of, to another team's fans, I guess they didn't hear what we did to TJ Oshie, they'll find out, because this is what I saw after the game, Mm -hmm. um, the Carolina Islanders game. Where, after the Carolina Hurricanes game against the Islanders, where Clutterbuck clutterbucked and... <laughs> Who did he clutterbuck again? Oh, Van Riemsdyk. Oh, that's right. And Van Riemsdyk is now injured. I saw earlier, Van Riemsdyk is probably done for the season. Like, it's a, lo- it's a long-term, injury? long-term injury. Mm-hmm. And he is going to be reevaluated. Actually, they have... Three guys out after that game, one of whom is Mrazek. Yeah, I read that actually this morning because I missed that last night because we were Game we of were Thrones busy. in it. Yeah. We were so busy. <laughs> yeah, we've, nobody we've spoke been... Russian to us. <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to no. process it had no, anyone we, spoke Russian to us. Do we know, like I haven't even seen, I, I saw that Mrazek got hurt last night, but that's all that I I don't know, know what happened. I... Um, Mrazek got hurt, Van Riemsdyk, and Manalina, Man, Man, you know, that guy. The Man Man. <laughs> Manalinen, I'm pretty sure is how you say it. I can't say it, and I can't spell it. Someone help me. Last night I said we should call him Melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So TJ Yoshi got cross-checked into the boards by Warren Fogel. Um, it was it was it was noted as a two-minute minor. It broke Oshi's collarbone. Oshi had to have surgery. Like, Fogel, Fogel got away with a lot of shit. Well, and here's the, okay. What's the message, Gary? We talk about the play. What earned the five-minute major against Pavelski was essentially the fact that there was blood coming out of his helmet. Oh my god, so much blood. I don't. I still don't know where that blood was coming from. It scares the shit out of me where that blood might have been coming from. But, so in that particular case, they see blood. They go, oh my God, this is a major penalty. We have to call a major penalty. In the case of TJ Oshi, he's clearly injured. Yes, he's not bleeding all over the ice. But he's clearly injured. He's clearly out for the remainder of the game. And two-minute minor, no further discipline. Yeah, no further discipline. So we're making decisions based on injury. And we knew walking out of that game, well, not walking out of that game, because I believe it happened while it was a away game. We knew by the end of that game that people had heard him yelling in the x-ray room. He was in so much pain. Oh. Because his fucking collarbone was broken. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, TJ uh, had to have surgery on that. Then, in the same vein as Nikita Kucherov, P.K. Subban checks Jamie Benn into the wall. Exact same hit as Kucherov. No discipline. Well, that's because P.K. Subban and Jamie Benn, both are names we recognize. And then I had us... And nobody was hurt. Hurt. I'm using air quotes. Nobody was injured with air quotes. Sure. And then, of course, you get to see the hot takes. This happened in Dallas. So after that, every time PK touched the puck, everybody booed. Because you you don't hit our captain like that, obviously. Mm. But then I got to see the hot takes about, hey, uh, it's racist to boo PK. No, hey, you it's know what? smart to boo a bad player. You know what? I I love PK Subban. I do. I do He's too. kind of a dirty player, Amy. I mean... In much the way that he's like, he's like a smart Brad Marchand. In the way that Brad Marchand is like a smart Tom Wilson. There's like a chain. <laughs> They're stackables. Like, I think PK has reached a point where he knows the dirty he can get away with. And does the dirty he can get away with. Yeah. Until somebody catches him every once in a while. Every and then he and then he backs off. And you still then, can't get away with doing it to Sidney Crosby, though. Well, Sidney Crosby can nobody, sure get away with doing a lot to him. Well, I still every fucking time I still think about fucking Mon- heart trophy candidate. Oh, fucking Sidney Crosby. I put that on here. I should have put it under. Mm. Let's talk about it under low lights. We're almost there anyway. Okay. Um. Then in Game Seven against Carolina, Brooks Orbit gets hauled down. His fucking body slammed in the middle of the ice. No call at all. And Orpic was shook. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot to shake Mr. Kale. Brooks Orpic, look, Brooks Orpic is a huge dude. Mm-hmm. He's old as the hills. <laughs> Yet and sturdy. Brooks Orpic, you gotta hit that man pretty fucking hard. He's like a to he's bring like his an ant. He's a big tall exactly. tree. But he was wrong after that. And no call. Nothing. Mm-mm. Was so, game seven, Julie? The whistles fly out the window in game seven. I believe it was also an overtime. Whoa. Well, hell. Jesus. Screw that. And then, of course, everybody's like, 
well, this happened and your team did this and Ovi knocked out Svechnikov and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Ovi served five minutes for knocking out Svechnikov, which is what you get for fighting. Mm-hmm. I will share. Well. There's, like, put someone who is not a former hockey player, put a doctor, a dirty player, and a clean player in charge of the Department of Player Safety. I like that. I was going to say that actually that most of that is the Greg Wyshynski theory, which is put a clean player and a dirty player in the same room together. Right. But I think Somebody who said, you know, and a clean player who, I don't want to say has been a victim, but... Put Brad Marchand (laughs) and Marcus (laughs) Johansson. They don't necessarily have to have been victims of each other. No! (laughs) But yeah. Put somebody who spends a lot of time on either side of that equation, you know, those two people in a room, adding a doctor, I think is a very wise choice. I think, I think there needs to be someone who actually knows the medical repercussions involved with Department of Player Safety decisions. Oh, well, but that would imply, Julie, that there are medical repercussions involved with Department of Player Safety decisions. And Gary Bettman really doesn't want to imply any of that. Oh, well, too fucking bad, Gary. Do a better job of protecting your players. (sighs) (sighs) If Tom Wilson had hauled Brooks Orpik down like that, Tom Wilson would go to jail. Oh, yeah. Tom Wilson would never do that to fuck, yeah. So, we touched on the overturned Alex Ovechkin goal. Which was a goal! It was a goal. Because the puck was in the net. Ovi... Was nowhere near the net. Didn't touch Mrazek. I don't even know how to explain this. Because if he touched Mrazek with his body, he was pushed there. By Slavin, Slavin, I believe. I think that was right. Um, The puck was already in the net by the time Ovi physically touched Mrazek. Now, to say that it's goaltender interference because a stick touched a goalie pad seems disingenuous to the game of hockey. Yes. Because that doesn't it happens all seem the to me time. like no goals would ever get scored from anywhere near the crease. Ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And then. And frankly, where's our apology on that one? Because yeah. That would have tied the game. Well, no, because, and I'll tell you why there's no apology on that, because they had already had to backpedal to cover their asses on it because the original call was intent to blow Mm. and then they were like oh actually because everyone knows intent to blow is a bullshit rule and shouldn't be a rule like i'm sorry either you did your job or you didn't there's no there shouldn't be a well i was gonna blow the whistle but i didn't fucking either it's not a goal because i you know what intent to blow is it's not a goal because i didn't see it go in well, here, congratulations. We've got some fucking video of it going in, and it definitely mm-hmm. went in. So, That's inti- all intent to blow is a horse shit rule. Mm-hmm. But so is goaltender interference, because the rule that they cite is immediately contradicted by a rule. It's, it's 69.7 or some shit like that. 69.3 is immediately contradicted by 69.7. Yes, it really is rule 69. Yes, it's goalie interference. And it's not nice. Is for once. The, it is the opposite of nice. Um, the Capitals are dead. Long live, Long the, live capitals. the Capitals. Um, yeah, no, that was double overtime. And sometimes you get to the double overtime and you're Honey, the Capitals were dead long before overtime. Oh, came God, around. yeah. No, they played the first period. They went up two goals and then they were done. Mm-hmm. They thought they had it in the bag and they were wrong. 
Only I had to sit through two overtimes and sober up, and I didn't particularly care for it. Yeah, no. And I spilled ice in my purse. <laughs> That's right. Because I stuck my cup in my purse to go into the bathroom. Because it didn't have any water left in it. It just had ice left in it. And I stuck it in my bag to go in the bathroom, which I had done the previous intermission. But it got popped open and fell over because I guess I moved around too much that time mm. and spilled ice. Dear listeners, I will let you know that the minute Julie said, and I spilled ice in my purse, Melanie's head whipped around, at which point she just kind of looked at Julie and shook her head and then went back to what she was doing. <laughs> I don't need your fucking judgment. That's how JoJo in your purse got wet. Yeah. The <laughs> oh no! Did yesterday Somebody isolate that audio? <laughs> the yes yesterday I was in my wallet and well because yesterday Melanie asked if I had any cash and I opened up my wallet and the only like actual like paper in where the cash would go is the JoJo that mm. lives in there and he's a little discolored now. Oh no! Because he got damp. <laughs> he got I was moist. like I was like what the fuck happened? Oh I spilled ice in my purse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, speaking of Marcus Johansson, Mike Milbury fucking hates him. Wait. What? I had to stay up for that fucking game, and I was at work. I had to be up the next day. Please tell this story. Play- Melanie was at a convent. I was not at a convent. I was at a retreat center. With the nuns. With the nuns. They have bees. Um, <laughs> they make their own honey. I don't know how that was relevant, but continue. I'm charmed by it. I was in a charmed place watching this hell of a game in a room on the third floor of an old, old house with no air conditioning, and I couldn't open the windows for fear that the pollen would kill me, and now I've been killed. And it went to double overtime. And it went to double overtime, and I was up forever. What time did you have to get up on Friday morning, Thursday morning, whatever morning it was? I got up at 6.15. And that game didn't end until midnight. It sure did not, and then I had to wind down. Because I was all amped up the end. You should have been with us, because it <laughs> was hard to be amped up when you were in that freaking arena. I was stressed. Tell us about you. Melody. Oh, and I had nowhere to sit. So I was using this old dresser as a standing desk, and I was shuffling the whole time. Standing up in front of the desk. Yes. Or dresser. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Did you do standing yoga, or did you do the other kind of yoga? I did standing yoga when it was yoga time, but um, I was doing this. <laughs> I'm so sad that everybody can't. She's just dancing. She she's like, just dancing these, back and these, forth. These look like the motions that someone maybe miming skiing downhill on <laughs> slums bit. might bit. be making. Um, a little bit. That's what it reminded me of. Anyhow, she looked cute while she did it. <laughs> she cracked herself up while she did it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. The pollen. Honey, we're all sick in our own special ways. No, literally, <laughs> this bitch got a fever. Oh no. Anyway, Mike Milbury. <clears throat> turn on, head. turn on your location, Mike Milbury. I just want to talk. So this starts. I don't know what Mike Milbury's fucking problem is. This dude, this dude can fucking fight me. He can fight people, all right. You better hope he don't have a shoe. <laughs> understand what Mike Milbury's problem with Marcus Johansson is. He's soft. He's marshmallow soft. Yeah, so they're doing a face-off 
Which they immediately scored on, and Melbury's yakking along, dragging Marcus Johansson extensively. And he's like, yeah, Johansson's just marshmallow soft, and the Bruins score. And then... <laughs> Melanie is pinching her cheeks. <laughs> Not in the, like, hockey context of someone who accidentally took an interference penalty earlier this season because someone bounced off his ass. I mean, his ass is marshmallow soft. It's obviously not. Sure, if hockey pucks bounce off of it. No, it wasn't a hockey puck. It was a person. But hockey pucks do too. Dude, his ass has scored more goals. <sighs> his ass has scored so many goals. <laughs> Same. Um, so then, the Bruins have now moved JoJo to the front of the net on the power play. Which is where, you his know... His ass scores goals. His ass scores goals, because that's where he usually plays and scores goals. Shocker of shockers. This is during the Leafs series. Mm-hmm. That this... this Started. Started. It has gone on. It's, mm-hmm. it's ongoing. And so... <clears throat> he's going on and on about how this shouldn't be where Johansson is playing and David Krejci should be there instead because he's bigger and he's tougher. Marcus Johansson's got like 40 pounds on Krejci. Not 40, 20. Still. And an ass. <laughs> and an ass. I'm sure Krejci's got an ass. Sorry, not a, not a marshmallow soft ass. Johansson's ass so much. And then. No, you're not. It carries on into the Columbus series and he sets up Two goals for Charlie Coyle. And Melbourne's still talking shit. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking beautiful assists. Just gorgeous fucking. I'm not saying that because I'm biased. I'm a little biased. But they were good. Oh. They were good shit. You saw them. They I were did. good shit. They were. And Melbourne's like, he almost said, despite the fact that Marcus Johansson passed him the puck, he scored anyway. Yeah, he might have like, said that. I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's like. Jojo ran over his dog or something. I don't get it. Maybe he took away all his shoes. Jeez. Maybe he made a joke about the shoes and got back to Millbury and now Millbury's like got a vendetta. I don't know. I don't know what Millbury's deal is. I like is I I don't know. Apparently though, this has been going on Jojo's entire career. Oh, people hit him with it when he was a cow. For Milbury specifically. Oh, really? Yes. He hated him when he was on the Capitals. Well, and like I said, he caught shit for being, I'm using my air quotes again, my fingers are going to get tired. Soft. Soft. When he was here in, in Washington. It's those apple cheeks. It's really throwing people off. Melanie is vigorously nodding in the background. <laughs> She's pinching her cheeks again. In highlights. In highlights, hooray, the Flyers did something that indicated that they might not be racist. (laughs) So... The entire city of Philadelphia. Pretty much. They dumped their association with Kate Smith's recording of God Bless America, which used to play before all the games, and she used to sing it at all the games before they used to play it. Yeah, and then they would Um, bring out Lauren something. Lauren Gardner? Is that her name? Lauren something. Lauren somebody. Blonde. To, To, with Kate's, accompanied by Kate Smith. Yes. For for important games. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're not doing that anymore. And they took the statue of Kate Smith that was outside the arena 
down because Kate Smith saying some racist shit, y'all. I looked this up because I, I did too. To know. I, I read it when I when it first came out, and the words "pickaninny" and "darkies" were used, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." One of the songs was called "That's Why the Darkies Were Born." Yeah, yeah. The other one. Was- <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Melanie's face. <laughs> It was just a sheer, like, oh my, the, the eye roll went, like, from one side of the room to the other. Now I'm trying to find the name of the other song, because it's something something else racist. Well, and some of the lyrics of That's Why Darkies Were Born were included in what I read. Oh. Yes, and I can't remember them right now, but I'm looking them up, because they're just <coughs> foul. Pickaninny Heaven is what it was called. In 1931. Yeah, it's, uh... I mean, like, it's, I, like, I realize it's old and it's a product of the times, but, like, let's not! Yeah. The New York Yankees took, got rid of her, God bless America as well. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Someone had to pick the cotton, someone had to plant the corn, someone had to toil and be able to sing, that's why darkies were born. What? That's the one, what the piece of it that I had read in the original article, but oh uh, my no, no. God, we there's are... more, and I'm not even gonna bother. If you That's wanted... the nicest of it. White people, Melanie's gonna have to lay down on the floor. She's pretty close already. Um, fuck. See, now I close my iPad and I gotta pull up my outline again. I don't even know. I don't even know how to transition into something else after that. I don't fucking, I don't know. Like, we put that under highlights and I feel like maybe it shouldn't have been now. Yes, we got a highlight because the flyers got rid of it. Right. Woo! In a world where our president says there's good people on both sides of the racist argument. Oh my God, did you see the thing? The flyers are now on a higher moral level than the president of the United States. The Philadelphia Flyers, y'all. I'm saying. She's got to sneeze. Get it. Pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Stop. <laughs> look at the oh, light. Oh, God. If you look at the light. It's coming out now. All right. Fuck y'all. <laughs> so we mentioned, we also mentioned this before. San Jose down three goals to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. In their, seven, in their game seven. And uh, they were down three games to nothing. And yeah, so, up so Vegas seven. can't exactly say Thank you. this changed everything. It didn't. Because Vegas had already started fucking up. Mm-hmm. And if you can't win off of beating Martin Jones, who's a shitty goalie, right. like, what do you know? With the exception of one game. Two. Well, one. Game six. But flurry gonna flurry. Mm-hmm. So, uh... You can't spell floppy without flurry. <laughs> not a good goalie. Those saves just look flashy because he's flailing his arms and legs. Mm-hmm. So, Joe Pavelski gets cross-checked in the upper chest by former Washington Capitol, Cody Eakin. What? He was drafted by us. Really? Yep. Damn, we lost the ginger. And okay. he played for the Dallas Stars and he got taken from Dallas in the draft. Mmm. So, um, he's the most ginger. There are flyers less ginger than Cody Eakin. Right. So he cross-checks Pavelski. Pavelski in the chest a couple of times, and Pavelski loses his balance. And here's the thing, and like falls over Paul Stastny. Who kind of helped him fall. Gave him a little assistance, and he cracks his head on the ice. And when I say cracks, I may mean that literally, because blood just comes fucking 
pouring out of his helmet. I know when I say pouring, I am not being dramatic. Like it was a little little blood geyser. It like it was like a whale spout out of the hole in his in his helmet. Mm-hmm. Alright, so um one thing I want to say about this is they really do a disservice of two hockey players in being able to defend themselves from falls like this by not allowing them to grab onto each other when they're going down. Right? Like, I realize, like, I know, like, you shouldn't be able to grab onto another player's jersey and hold on. But if it's going to keep you from busting your head open. Yeah. Maybe you should be able to grab onto a guy. But they're trained not to grab. Mm-hmm. So instead of self-preservation, Pavelski's thinking hockey preservation. They're also trained how to get hit and how to fall. I mean. But once you're tripped over a guy, like yeah. if you're shoved twice and tripped over a guy's knee and shoved again, like what are you going to do? That's true. How, like how, like, and Pavelski's also wearing a full shield. So mm. it's not like he got hit in the face. We don't know where the blood was coming from. Inside his brain. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, like a scalp cut bleeds like a bitch too, though. That's true. So if, I mean, it could have been superficial, but he's been out. Mm. So Eaton, well, as he should be, I'd be concerned if he were playing. To be honest. Yeah, no, I don't want him in. But still, Eakin gets five minutes and a ten minute. I guess a misconduct. I think. He, they did apologize because they were like, yeah, you didn't deserve the misconduct, blah, blah, blah. You probably didn't deserve the five minutes. San Jose proceeds to score four goals on the ensuing five-minute five minute major. Now, did San Jose deserve the five-minute major? Maybe not. Did Vegas need to let them score five goal or four goals? No. Yeah. So it's not all on the refs here. Yeah, no. But then Vegas scored with, like, 30 seconds to go, and the game went to double overtime before San Jose finally scored to eliminate those bastards. He didn't know Flower would have been better than that if he didn't have five minutes. Bullshit. Flower's not a fucking good goalie. Yins need to sort your lives out, because neither is mine. Yins, Yinsers. Cray. Um, my other highlight, noted Leaf killer Marcus Johansson strikes again. True. So, in 2017, Marcus Johansson scores both the game-tying goal and the game-winning goal to send the Washington Capitals to the second round in the Toronto Maple Leafs home. That is true. Didn't Tommy... Tommy, No, that was game six. Tommy did game one. Tommy did two of them. I believe Tom had game one. Eller had game five. JoJo had game six. Uh Aha. There were a lot of... Don't hold me to any of that but JoJo. Yeah. Austin Matthews had game two in double OT, I believe. So this game, Boston goes up four, ends up being four to one. And Marcus has scored the second one. And I'm on my couch praying that Toronto doesn't score another fucking goal. Because <laughs> I want JoJo's to be the game winner. I got what I wanted! <laughs> Julie got something that she wanted during the playoffs. Some kind of prayer to hockey Satan worked. Not all of them did, but one of them did. Boston moved on. Everybody that I wanted to move on except for the Caps moved on. Like, my life is horse shit. Eh, there's still hockey to watch. Solid horse shit. It's just not Caps hockey. Oh, no, it's Dallas Stars hockey now, which we are going to get to here in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. No, an hour and a half because it's an 8 p.m. game. Ah. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. 
I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Highlights! Woohoo! Playoff beard updates. Patrick Line's beard is dead. Long live Patrick Line's beard. I didn't see Patrick Line's beard this season. It was it was starting. Like it had the little it looked like somebody had taken little pieces of straw and pasted them <laughs> down around his chin type area. It wasn't like there wasn't quite the strap that connected the ear to the chin, but there were like there was definite straw sightings on the chin. I love area. your dedication <laughs> to Patrick Lyman's beard. It's something that I can't help but describe because it's art. Like <laughs> it's it's abstract art, but it's art. It's in the boma. Yes. The the worst part of the Washington Capitals being eliminated, I regret to inform you all. Is we will never see the fullness, the lushness, the, um, the beauty, the greatness that Brett Connolly's beard can achieve. The, oh God, what's his name? The explorer dude on Rudolph. The, the, the Yukon Cornelius. The, the Yukon Cornelius of it all. Yes. Oh my God, Brett Connolly's beard is good. Also, Tom Wilson shaved and I don't like it. I was just gonna bring that up, like, yeah, he, ew. <laughs> just, just bring like some scruff back. He did like, have when they were at the ballpark on Saturday. Oh, he had some he, final he was just shadow. he was just letting it go. Good. I was like, thank you, Lord, because Tom Wilson looks weird clean shaven. He really does. I mean, it happened last year with the whatever razor like ad he did then. But... I didn't like it when Connolly did it. I'll tell you, I, I said Connolly, Connolly somehow looks. Much younger with the beard than yeah. he does clean Connolly shaven. looks super, like, do you think staying in his own lane and not going to the White House took years off Connolly's life? And mm. he now looks younger than John Carlson? No. I do want to mention one hair situation before we move on from talking about playoff beards. Well, before we move, no. Tyson Berry. This is not what I want to bring up because I'm going to bring up a sexier one. Oh, okay. Um, but I, Tyson Berry is trying I haven't looked. I saw that you tweeted about a, a facial situation with him, but I, it scared me that Tyson the way you described it. So I did Barry. not. I did not describe it. Multiple people described it as a catfish. Oh my! And you know what? They're not fucking wrong, Amy. Look at when he turns his face. The little like, oh my god! Catfish. Oh, that ain't. You know what that is? Catfish? That's no, that's like fifteen-year-old hick trying to grow a mustache. Because <laughs> it's so like it's all the hairs are really long and but wispy. they're very sparse. Henry, shut the fuck up. Thank you. So. Yeah, I didn't see it until this morning, and I was like, oh my, that is certainly a thing that you can choose to do with Yeah, that's Yeah, that's a, like a mid-puberty special is what that is. And then I got mad last night, because I, was it last night? No. Couldn't have been. Last night we were busy. Whatever night, oh, two nights ago, when Boston went to double overtime, and I was like, irritated by game-winning goal scorer Matt Duchene. I can grow a better beard than that. Fuck. 
I mean, he's still young, isn't he? No. How old is he? He's old enough to be able to. Oh, go he's old enough to have been shuffled around enough. So yeah. That was mostly his own fault. He's twenty-eight. Oh. Yeah. Grow a beard. Grow a fucking beard. Speaking of growing beards, growing hair. I love Marcus Johansson, but that hair is not growing anywhere but on his neck. Yeah. (laughs) (coughs) Like, a lot of it is growing there. Samuel Tarly of hockey. Oh my god, with the cheeks to match. (laughs) Stop! (laughs) Now he's pinching her cheeks again. It's true. Um, And the last thing I'll highlight is Pam, my mother. Oh, Pam. Pam, we love you. Pam, we saw, we're sorry we swear so much. No, we're not. No. Um, we're not. I am who I am, Pam. I'm sorry. So, we're sitting, I was up there for Easter weekend, and we're sitting watching whatever hockey's on. And they're talking about Torts for some reason. And he shows up on the TV, and Mom just goes, Who's that? Just like that. And I said, It's John Tortorella. He's the current coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He used to coach the New York Rangers and the Vancouver Canucks and probably some other teams that I can't remember. He's handsome. And I gave her the side eye and I was like, you wouldn't like him. He says fuck a lot. And she was like, she likes well, me. he's a good looking guy anyway. She likes me. That's true. <laughs> fuck is probably 40% of my vocabulary. Yeah, well. And what's funny is, I was watching, it was one of the, oh, it was game six of the Sharks that went into overtime and was like, and I got so very excited and, you know, sort of breathless in anticipation and just something incredible happened. I went, Jesus Christ. And she said, Amy. I had said many other things that evening. (laughs) Much worse than Jesus Christ. But apparently that was the one that got me snapped at. So we have some listener questions. We do! From Noiku. Talk about the most wacky situations that could happen in the second round. Wacky situations? You know what my fantasy situation for the second round would be? Oh, I'm scared, but tell me. <laughs> the, the Islanders and the Hurricanes neither one move on. Some glitch in the Matrix causes neither one of them to go. That can't happen. You said wacky wacky situations. Yeah, but that just can't happen. Like, wacky means there's a possibility of them happening. That's a fantasy situation ah! is what you've got That's going. all I want. Wacky situations. Like, have we not pe- reached peak whack at this point? Trotz decides in defiance against Lou Lamarello to actually grow his goatee back. Oh my god, I miss your beard, Barry. Um... You look like Stranger Danger. They all no. do. Dracula, ooh, Dracula does too. I do not like clean shaven Lane Lambert. It's weird. I know. They're all weird looking with their clean shaven selves. Like, and, like, they're not allowed to grow playoff beards? Like, what the fuck is wrong with that? That just, it's wrong. That's how, that's why the Islanders will never win the cup. Hey, there you go. Islanders now will never not, will never win the cup. As long as Lou Lamarello is in charge. As long as Lamarello is in charge. That's why Toronto couldn't. Toronto may be able to now because they can all grow playoff beards. Mm. Speaking of growing playoff beards in Toronto, William Nylander. Mm-hmm. What about it? I mean, it's good. It's good. The one thing Casper Kapanen can't do better than William Nylander. That is true. 
That's how I can tell them apart now because one has a much better beard than the oh, other. Oh, you couldn't tell them apart by with their mouth? Well, with their helmets on, if they're just skating around, like if I can't see numbers, they look similar because the hair flow looks oh, okay. different and, or similar. And so you like can't that. see Cappy's mouth, is what you're saying? Yes. From behind, numbers folded up. Little job mouth. Oh, Jesus. All right. It is what it is. All right. Wacky. Wacky playoff situations. Like, the Sharks advancing to the final. The conference final. That would be wacky. I'm sorry. Oh, that's going to piss off a lot of our listeners. Wackiness. How dare you say that? They asked for wacky. That's wacky to me. Um, Let's see. From Sam. Describe your favorite players or multiple favorites as an alcoholic drink. Double points for color coordination with the current jersey. I have a suggestion. Claude Giroux is a fuzzy navel. <laughs> I get bonus points. I was going to suggest. Actually, Gritty is a fucking fuzzy navel. Whiskey on the rocks for Braden Holtby, which doesn't coordinate, but is literally something I've seen Braden Holtby drinking. That's true. But it's like a good whiskey. A Notre Burkowski is a frozen strawberry daiquiri. I get bonus points. It's <laughs> <laughs> truly. Actually, he's a virgin frozen strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Andre Burkowski is the cherry limeade slushy for TGI Fridays. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to find that that funny. Um, let's see. What are some other ones? Tyler Sagan's a six-pack of Corona. No lime. It's too much work. Tyler Sagan's a six-pack of fucking Natty Bow. <laughs> no, because he's not from Baltimore. Nobody outside of Baltimore drinks Natty Bow. Alright, what's the freaking Texas equivalent of Natty Bow? <laughs> Lone Star. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, he's not going to drink Corona. I want you to know that when the Bruins won the cup, because you can find their bar tab online, one single person ordered one fucking Corona. And I swear to God, Amy, I know in my heart it was Tyler Sagan. I know it in my heart. Mm -hmm. Amy, Melanie, what is Devontae Smith-Pelly? He's a seven and seven. He spends half his time one place and half the other. That's <laughs> fucking brutal. <laughs> you made her laugh. You made her choke. It's <laughs> true. Um, trying to think of like, my dad's favorite drink was a Manhattan. But who's a Manhattan? Manhattans are fucking gross. Though. They are. That's why I'm like, who's a Manhattan? Um, my sister used to call it a skunk drink because that's what it smelled like. They're so gross. I or, we ordered one time in a bar just for shits and giggles. When oh, I was used in to college. drink them straight up, and I'm I like, was like, oh. like we literally were just ordering shit just because we'd never tried them. And one of the, um, we like somebody ordered a fucking apple teeny, disgusting. Somebody ordered a Manhattan, also disgusting. I don't remember what else got ordered. Like a bunch of shit that was totally gross. I cannot think of a Jamie Ben is an apple teeny. I get bonus points. I'm sorry, 
He's 100% something with milk in it, and Ovi's a white Russian. Low-hanging fruit, but right. also true. Wait, he's something... Oh. No, he can't be Kahlua and Cream. Because that's a white Russian. Ish. <laughs> I really fucked it up. I don't... I, like, I don't drink drinks is the problem here. Dude. You've been to the bar with me. You Jamie Ben is a mint julep. I get bonus points. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I've been sitting here trying to think what JoJo would be. I got nothing. <sighs> what would JoJo be? Because it says your favorites, and I'm like, I drink bourbon and water, y'all. I don't know what you want. He's a delicate little mimosa. Bonus points. <laughs> I wish <laughs> the face <laughs> that I'm cackling at the face that you that guys went along with that response. See, so Melanie. <laughs> From my. This question is not for me. It's for you guys. What are your top five favorite things about Julie's new BFF Brad? I have to pick favorite things. Is he the one who's licking everybody? Yes. yes. I love that. It was charming. What? It was funny. It's Do you disgusting. know the number of fights Melanie and I got into last season because she thought that was so fucking hysterical? And I was s- still on the warpath. The hurt was fresh. Uh-huh. Okay. That implies the- that she is no longer on the warpath. No! Yes. We're does. temporarily, we're, we're in a temporary uh, armistice. Mm-hmm. Mai and I beg to differ. Mai's not even here. I'm speaking Don't on Mai's speak behalf. Mai. You know she begs to differ. There's not much I like about Brad Marchand. Hey, he plays for Boston. I was raised in New England outside of Massachusetts, which means we don't like Boston. Yeah. See, there was our rivalry with the Whalers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, we're raised not to like Boston. Either... I can't even think of things that either I like, like about the, Brad Marchand. What do you think about coming about? from Connecticut? Either you like the Boston teams or you like the New York teams. Uh. I always like the New York teams when asked to choose. Oh? Yeah. I mean, I would rather root for the Giants than the Patriots. Oh, I was about to like, please tell me about your potential rooting for like the Rangers or the Islanders. No, because we had a team oh. when I lived there. But I'm talking about like the other sports. Where we didn't have no teams. My, I'm going to have to be real with you. I can't even think of five things I like about Brad. <laughs> that was Melanie stepping on a dog toy. I did it last night after Game of Thrones when we were all like at the height of just stress. like, yes. It was a real good stress reliever for us though. Yes. Even though you almost fell on your ass. I did. All right. From Elise. Matt Shane? That's it. That's the whole question. Man, fuck that guy. He's locker room poison and they won't get a cup. No. Boston played like shit that game. That's the only reason they won. Although there's still a little bit of me that has been trained to root against Boston that owns them to win. From Katie. How about them stars? Why are the stars like this? Specifically, in a vein from last pod, which star should get what stress-relieving spa treatment? 
Is there a spa treatment for making your groin not made of glass? Because that's what I want Ben Bishop to get. Mm. I mean, we could relieve the stress in his groin. There's a treatment for that. Who gets the little fish on the feet? Who deserves the feet fish? I'd pay to see Jamie Ben do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he's got clothes. I just so. want to watch. I just want to watch. Don't be that way. Tyler, I mean, Tyler Sagan gets a firming mud mask. With the way Matt Zuccarello wears his towel around his shoulder, he already looks no, like he's always getting a spa treatment. That was because his arm was broken. Oh. That was like a thing. Oh. His arm was literally broken in that picture, you guys. <laughs> um, Not to be rude, but I want Miro Heiskanen to get a detoxifying one. That poor kid and his poor being 18 and having acne. Well. 19. He's 19. I mean, look, it's just the thing you go to through at that age. It is. I'm like, a mask ain't going to help that. But Especially could. if you're a hockey player who has to sweat and things that, like, go against it's your forehead. It's not his forehead, though. And, but it's sweaty, gross equipment that envelops your body he needs, on he a needs daily like, basis. He needs a, he needs a, um, a regimen. Proactive. <laughs> hey, it's helpful. I know a lot. I like... I know a lot of people who very much greatly benefited from proactive. No shade, men. No shade. Melanie included. Um, I still have some of their toner. It was nice. Also from Katie, special finish edition of Hockey Boyfriend. <sighs> I don't know my fins well enough. Rope hints. Okay, well, you know your fins well enough. Who are some other fins? Miro Haskinen. He's a lesbian. He's not my type. To her ask. No. Oh, so by names, does that mean Pekka is too? Yeah. Pekka and Yusbo. Um, the other Nicholas Backstrom. The other Nicholas Backstrom. We don't have any Finns. Active Finnish NHL players. No, we do not. Flippola. Flippola. Tuvo Teravainen, Miko Rantanen, Sebastian Aho, Ristolainen, Line A. Uncle Leo is Finnish. I feel like that's not correct. Like, there's something going on there. Oli Mata. Kasperi Kapanen. Okay, I was just about to say, I find none of these men attractive. But I don't know that, like, Pekka's pretty good looking. Yeah. By the way. Corpusalo is pretty good looking. Are all of my six-syllable alliteratives Finnish? Tivo. Rasmus. Nino Niederreiter is not. Niederreiter is is Swiss, correct? I don't know, but he's not Finnish. That's not a Finnish name. It almost sounds German, actually. Hi. He is Swiss because we discussed this because he speaks French. Ah. There we go. I'm sorry. I was being lovingly attacked by Kuzi during that question. Who's his dog? Uh, Also from Katie, on a serious note, Calder nomination thoughts. Is Elias Pettersson from the Canucks, Rasmus Stalin from the Sabres, and Jordan Bennington from what, the what? Blues. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I guess that's valid. I don't love Jordan Bennington being in there. I mean, he. Like, I guess he deserves it. I they rode him like to a playoff him. spot, pretty much. Like, yeah, they have a. A few good players too, but he, he stood there on next. his head. Yeah. But 
Like, I don't like him, so I don't want him to be there. The next question goes with this. Uh, it's, wait, no, there's a question from Lindsay that says, thoughts on Heiskanen's Calder snub, snub, which is... You think it is one? It, it, it absolutely is a snub. Heiskanen should have been nominated for Calder. And I've been saying this literally since November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been And I have been saying he's going to get snubbed since November. And honestly, I'm surprised that Darlene was nominated. Mm. Because the Calder Trophy is set up to benefit forwards. Because a lot of the time it's based on points. Mm-hmm. But I'm, and I'm honestly surprised that it's not three forwards again this year. Now, Darlene was the was the draft number one overall yeah yeah see and i think i think they think that they'd be remiss if they didn't i mean he had a very good season he did his team did not died because remember they were really good at the beginning of the season oh yes they they died a very quick and then it went like new jersey yeah and kind of stayed dead also from Lindsay, what uh, thoughts on Crosby's Hart nomination? Um, we kind of touched on this on Twitter last night. Basically, Fuck I that. think that this is basically, oh, well, you weren't nominated for anything else, so I guess we'll throw you a bone. Because there's literally, I understand nominating Kucherov, and to an extent I understand nominating McDavid. I don't like it, and I think if you're going to nominate someone on the Oilers, it should definitely be Dreisaitl. Mm. Yeah. But I don't understand nominating Crosby at all. I Ovi can't get recognition without Crosby getting some. And Ovi's going to get the rocket again. Well, then maybe Sidney Crosby should score some goals. Hey, how about I don't like this next question. <laughs> From Lindsay. Fuck, marry, or kill Connolly, Burakovsky, Hagelin. I.e., who's a cat next year, but also who would you do? Amy. Fuck, marry, kill. Connolly, Burkowski, oh. Hagelin. Okay, well, first of all, in terms of who's a cap next year, we can't afford Connolly. We shouldn't pay Berkey, so let's keep this the sweet. Oh, God, I hope we... I Oh, it's stupid. I want to keep Connolly and Hagelin and get rid of Berkey. We're not going to be able to afford Connolly. We're not. He's had such a good year <laughs> that he's earned himself a raise. And... Frankly, anything he's going to ask for, we shouldn't pay him, depending on... I shouldn't say that. Depending on the length of the contract, we probably shouldn't pay what he's going to ask for. But, we'll see. Now, in terms of the actual fuck, Mary kill, fuck Haglin. Damn it. Sorry, you're really torn over this? No. Fuck Haglin, Mary Connolly, and tell Burakovsky about the rabbits. <laughs> Melanie, I'm sorry for that ugly cackle. I'm so sick. Melanie, that's how I'd have to kill her. But I agree. You're the same. That's. I was like. I was like. I don't even know how Amy's hesitating on this. Absolutely. Like, but could I bear in my heart to kill Berkey? That. Yes. Yes. Okay. I could. Yes. (laughs) So fast. Girl, (laughs) bye. He's been through so much. Um, from Elizabeth Ann, which cap NHLer would you not know in the wild? Oh, cap slash NHLer, because I would know most of the caps in the wild. Would you not know in the wild out of context? 
And her comment was like, I'm not sure I'd know Kempney or Boyd or Copley in the, on the street. I'm sure I'd know Ovi, Nikki, TJ, or PK, Astal, or Crosby. Like, I, when I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, would it have to be someone you would, like, know, like, you are familiar with anyway? Because I could walk past any New York Islander on the street and not fucking know, because I have white boy face blindness when it comes to them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I could, I could probably, with the exception of PK, and maybe, see, and I can't even remember his name, but the one with this scraggly ginger beard on the Predators. Like, I couldn't tell you most of who most of the Predators are. I'd know Roman Josie. See, I don't think I would. Girl. I'd look at him and go, that's a good looking man, but I wouldn't look at him and go, that's, that's probably Roman Josie. You would walk past Travis Boyd 100%. I would because I kind of... Because you don't already. know what he yes. looks like. I do now. Bullshit. I do. Bullshit. He looks like a nice version of Draco Malfoy. Bullshit. Unlike Elias Pettersson, who just looks like Draco Malfoy. There you go. You would walk past Phoenix Copley. Nah, because he'd have his glasses on, because he wears glasses when he's not on the ice, and I know what his glasses look like, and they're ugly. I think he looks cute in his glasses, and I would still walk past him. (laughs) Because I did it at the casino! (laughs) No, I know which one he is. That's all we have for now. We don't have anything on the docket for next time kind of depends on who's left in the yeah more playoff talk playoffs probably Uh, more bad playoff refing talk hopefully not but you know you know it's the playoffs so there will be hopefully more talk about the dallas stars because hopefully they're still in it um hopefully less talk about carolina hurricanes because fuck the carolina hurricanes Mm -hmm. and you can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com and you can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. We also have Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast where you can hear things cut out of this episode, things cut out of previous episodes, and see videos of all kinds of weird shit like salami and dog toys and lens clips from places like Raleigh and all kinds of fun shit. Yeah. Like, you covered everything. Like, even if you want to hear Peter Hassett from Russian Machine talking about how he wants to be an English teacher, become a patron. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's it for now. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye.